Welcome to the Children's and Young Adult Novels Book Club, Cyan Book Club for short, where we connect you with the stories worth telling. And today is Short Story Saturday. I am super excited to share with you another lovely little story that I have written, and I hope you enjoy. Here it is. Lily and the Library Lily Cadmire ran up the staircase of the Hildrum County Library. It was a glimmering black spiral that rose all the way to the ceiling, and its metal steps rang out with joy as her red converse climbed to the very top. Just below the ceiling was a square orange pillow and a quilted blanket, everything she needed to spend the day reading in peace. Lily carried a purple leather-bound book under her arm. Miss Egerin, the librarian, had helped her pick it out, and she was desperate to crack it open. She plopped down on the blanket and leaned against the center spoke of the staircase, the purple book resting in her lap. The legend of the fairy queen, she read aloud, tracing her fingers over the gold-embossed letters on the front. She tugged the sleeves of her yellow hoodie over her palms. Then she opened the book to the first page. There was a colorful illustration in the front, encircled by a golden border of leaves. Below it, read the words, The Fairy Queen, meek and bold, is given gifts of silver and gold. In the picture, a dark-haired woman stood at the edge of a riverbank. Her flowing blue gown shimmered underneath a ray of sunshine and all around her hovered little blue creatures clutching trinkets and jewelry in their hands. The woman was more beautiful than anything or anyone Lily had ever seen. Her hair was as dark as night, and her gentle smile seemed to shine brighter than the sun on her face. Lily turned the page and began reading. A world of wonder unfolded before her as each chapter told a story of magic and fairies. A scorched forest burst to life overnight, growing lush and vibrant. An old man turned young again after swimming across a magical stream. In the blink of an eye, a house disappeared in a burst of light, hidden by the power of the Fairy Queen. As lunchtime came and went, Lily kept reading, her nose deep in a purple book of fairies. It wasn't until she heard a strange noise that she paused and looked up. Above her, wood creaked and moaned and for a moment she thought she heard muffled footsteps right above her head. 
the creaking stopped, and with a shrug, she returned to her book. A loud thud sent tremors down the staircase. Another loud thud made her jump with fright, sending her purple book tumbling down the staircase. She rushed after it and scooped it into her arms, inspecting it for any signs of damage. Incredibly, it was completely unharmed, and with a deep breath, she glared at the splotchy ceiling, then decided to take a break from reading and visit the librarian. At the bottom of the staircase, she made her way to the librarian's desk, where Miss Egerin was checking out an old man in a brown sweater. The woman straightened a black braid of hair that drooped over her shoulder and placed another book on the stack in front of her. That's one, two, three, eight volumes of the Encyclopedia Britannica, Mr. Arnold, she said in a strained voice. Not exactly what I'd call light reading, but to each his own. As long as you return them before your two weeks are up. The old man chuckled. (laughs) Yes, ma'am. He pulled the stack of books from the counter and nearly tumbled to the floor under their weight. (laughs) Be seeing you, Miss Eggy. With a shake of her head, Miss Egerin watched the old man hobble away, then turned to see Lily leaning casually on her desk. Oh, Lily she said. Back so soon. Have you finished the book already? Not yet, Lily replied, disappointed. I sort of got distracted. Distracted? Well, that's new. I've never known you to lose interest in a book so fast. Oh, no. The book is wonderful. I was almost halfway through when I... Lily wasn't sure how to tell the librarian why she had stopped reading. The fear of it all was still lingering in her stomach. Well, I figured I needed a break. Reading's hard work, said Miss Egerin, as she turned to her computer and began typing. But I'm sure you'll be back at it in no time. Lily stood there awkwardly for a moment before leaning over and whispering, I actually had a question for you, Miss Eggy. I hope I have an answer. Fire away. Lily checked over her shoulder, then curled a finger to have Miss Egrin lean in closer. Is there a room above the library? Above the library? Miss Egerin asked. She glanced at the ceiling. Now that's a curious question. Why do you ask? It's just that I heard something at the top of the staircase, and I... You heard something? Yes, a loud thud, like someone dropped something. My upstairs neighbor, Mr. Witherby, he drops his cane all the time, and it sounded just like that. Miss Egerin raised an eyebrow then the corners of her mouth turned up, 
So you think the library has an upstairs neighbor? Well, who do you think would live up there? Lily bit her lip and tried to think of an answer, but none of it really made sense when she said it out loud. Stumped, Lily said, I don't know. You don't know, replied the librarian, because nobody would live up there. The library doesn't have an upstairs neighbor. Lily opened her mouth to protest, but was interrupted by someone clearing their throat. <coughs> she turned to see a girl with pigtails hugging a magazine. The girl was taller than Lily, and her nose was scrunched up like she had just smelled something bad. Lily gave her a courteous smile, but the girl just rolled her eyes. Miss Eggie, Lily said, turning around. I really did hear something. The librarian leaned onto the counter. And I believe you. But I'm telling you, there's nothing up there. Now go back to your roost and finish that book. I want to hear all about the Fairy Queen before you leave today. Don't keep me waiting. She waved the other girl forward, and with a curt nod, she sent Lily on her way. Back on the staircase, Lily moved her blanket and pillow a few steps down from the top. She looked up at the ceiling where the black steps of the staircase disappeared into the faded tan wallpaper, but there was no sign of anything out of the ordinary. It was just a library, and the noise she heard was just a noise. Lily began reading again, but she didn't pay much attention to the words in the book. She was concentrating too much on the silence of the library to remember anything her eyes were looking at. A few minutes went by before her listening paid off. Another loud thud thundered across the ceiling. But this time, Lily didn't jump. Instead, she peered up at the ceiling with trepidation. What she saw made her heart jump into her throat and the hairs on the back of her neck stand on end. A square hatch had appeared at the top of the staircase with a brass latch on one side. It was seamlessly carved from the ceiling as if it had always been there though Lily had never seen it there before. She jumped to her feet and climbed to the top. She traced the paper-thin outline with her finger, amazed by the detailed craftsmanship. It's a hidden door, she said, and without thinking, her hand moved towards the brass latch. She held her breath and flicked it open. Slowly, Lily pushed the door upwards and climbed the last few steps of the staircase into a large rectangular room. On the one end of the room was a crackling fireplace with two leather armchairs in front of it. At the other end of the room was a tall stained glass window 
that cast colorful light all around her. And on either side of the room was the most beautiful sight of all. Floor-to-ceiling bookshelves completely full of books. It's a secret library, Lily gasped, slowly spinning around. Without hesitation, she ran to the closest bookshelf and began skimming the titles with her finger. Agnes LeFou's Complete Fae Cyclopedia. Merfolk and Their Customs. Ogerthology and How Not to Be Devoured. She couldn't believe it. These were books about magical creatures. These were books about the impossible, improbable, invisible world of fairies that definitely did not exist. But Lily wasn't sure if that was true anymore. She plucked an old tome off the bookshelf and ran her hand across the faded cover. The title was missing, but the pages looked undamaged. She slowly opened it up and discovered that the middle of the pages had all been cut out to create a small opening. Whatever message the book once carried was gone, but to Lily's surprise, the book now carried something different. Hidden inside the sliced pages, with little blue arms wrapped around prickly, bug-like legs, was a creature no bigger than Lily's hand. It looked up at her with terrified eyes, clearly not expecting to be found by a girl, or by anyone. The creature suddenly jumped from the book and fluttered away on translucent wings. Wait, Lily called after it. Come back. She dropped the book and ran across the room to the fireplace, but the creature had disappeared. Great, she thought. My first time meeting a fairy, and all I've done is scare it away. She huffed down onto one of the leather armchairs and stared down at her red converse, the laces of which always dangled on the ground no matter how many knots she tied. In the blink of an eye, the fairy appeared on the toe of her foot. She screamed, but she shut her lips just in time to reduce it to a squeak. Every muscle in her body froze, as she didn't want to scare it away again. Hello there, she whispered as she waved her hand slowly. The fairy tilted its head with curiosity. Sorry about earlier. I, I didn't mean to scare you. The fairy took a few steps forward, then lighted on its wings and flew close to her face. It stared at her for a moment, then buzzed away to the mantel, where it opened a small box and reached inside. Lily couldn't see what it pulled out, but whatever it was glinted in the firelight as the fairy returned and offered it up to her. Lily held out her hand, and into her palm dropped a silver ring. It's beautiful, she said, holding the ring up and admiring it. Set into the top of the ring 
were five deep blue sapphires, each cut into a geometric shape that glimmered with light as she slipped it onto her finger. It fit perfectly, as if it had been made just for her. The large grin on her face slowly disappeared as Lily remembered the picture in her book. The Fairy Queen, she said softly. You're looking for the Fairy Queen. The creature nodded with excitement. And this ring, this is for her, isn't it? The creature nodded again. Quickly, Lily stood up and removed the ring. Oh, she wanted to keep it and wear it forever, but it wasn't a gift intended for her. No matter how beautiful it made her feel, she wasn't going to steal from the queen. You made a mistake. I'm not the fairy queen. Here, take it back. She held out the ring, but the creature hovered away from her with confusion on its face. I'm not her. Here, you have to take it back. The fairy shook its head and pushed Lily's hand away. Don't you understand what I'm saying? The fairy queen, she's magical and beautiful and extraordinary. And I'm... I'm just me. I'm not any of those things. She adjusted her glasses and tried to hide the tears welling up in her eyes. Discovering the hidden library was the most wonderful thing she'd ever experienced, but even it was just a reminder of how ordinary she felt. The fairy suddenly looked away and flew off towards the hidden door. It stopped in the air and pointed down hurriedly. What is it? Lily asked rushing over to the door. The fairy said nothing, but it was urgently trying to pry the door open with its tiny hands. I don't understand. You want me to go back to the library? The fairy flew up next to her and nodded quickly. It wasn't smiling anymore like before. Lily tried to hide how small that little gesture made her feel. Of course the fairy wanted her to leave. She wasn't the person it was looking for. She leaned down and opened the door, revealing the familiar top steps of the staircase. Her blanket and pillow were still there, and the purple book was still open to where she had been reading. All right then, she said. I guess this is goodbye. The fairy landed on the ground next to her, and as she stepped down onto the staircase and returned to the world of humans, it smiled and bowed. She waved goodbye, and it did the same. Then, the door shut above her and vanished into the ceiling, as if it had never existed. Lily sunk down onto the steps, wide-eyed and astonished. Were fairies actually real? 
Had she really just met one in a secret room above the library? It seemed like the makings of a wonderful dream, but the silver ring in her hand was proof that it was no dream. Fairies were real, and so was the fairy queen. But why had the fairy above the library believed that she was the fairy queen? Maybe it didn't know what she looked like. A smile quickly returned to Lily's face, and she grabbed her purple book and flipped it open to the illustration in the front. Maybe the fairy didn't know what the fairy queen looked like, but Lily did. And there it was in her book, a picture of the fairy queen. But as she looked down at the illustration, Lily furrowed her brows. The picture in the book had changed. The queen's black hair had turned to golden curly strands. Her beautiful blue gown had disappeared, and in its place was a ragged pair of jeans and a bright yellow hoodie. On her feet were a pair of familiar hand-me-down converse, the color of roses. There, standing on the riverbank with a beam of sunlight on her face, was Lily. It's me! She shouted. With a gasp, she threw a hand over her mouth. She was looking at a picture of herself in a book, but that was impossible. Pictures in books don't change. But invisible doors don't appear out of nowhere either. Whether she wanted to believe it or not, the fairy above the library was right. It gave her the silver ring because it recognized who she was, even though she couldn't see it herself. Lily, a voice echoed up the staircase. She leaned over the railing to see her mother looking up at her. Time to go, sweetie. I'll be right down, she said. Then she looked at the painting of herself in the book and closed the cover with a grin. She raced down the staircase, listening to each glorious step ring out as she made her way to the bottom. She passed by the librarian counter on her way out, and Miss Egrin was there, waiting for her. Well, she said, what did you think? Lily wanted to tell her everything, that there really was an upstairs neighbor above the library, that fairies were real, and that she was the fairy queen. But instead, she simply said, The book is wonderful. And what did you learn about the fairy queen? Well, Lily said, She's a bit different than I expected. I guess I thought she would be a little less ordinary. But I think I'm beginning to like her. Ordinary, Miss Egerin said. I don't think I've ever met anyone ordinary before. A car horn interjected, and Lily saw her mother outside, pointing at her wristwatch. You better get going the librarian said. 
I can't wait to hear more about this ordinary queen of yours tomorrow. Lily smiled and ran for the door, but before she left, she turned back to see Miss Egerin organizing some books behind her counter. A beam of sunlight had come in from the window, and for a moment, Lily thought the librarian in the blue cardigan reminded her of someone else, someone less ordinary than the keeper of a public library. But maybe Miss Egerin wasn't ordinary after all. Lily looked around at the dozens of people silently going about their business. To her, they were nameless faces, ordinary people in an ordinary library. But that was only because she didn't know them very well. Like a book she hadn't read, each one of them was a story she hadn't heard yet, waiting to be seen by the world. Each of them was special. And if they were special, maybe she was too. She looked down at the ring in her hand, remembering all that had happened that afternoon. She slipped it onto her finger. Sure, she didn't feel like a queen, but feelings were deceptive. The truth was, nothing had really changed. She was still the same girl who fell in love with stories. The girl who spent way too much time at the top of a staircase during her summer. She was still Lily Cadmire, but now she knew she wasn't ordinary. Not at all. She was so much more. It only took meeting a fairy to realize it. Well, that brings us to the end of today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to read the written versions of our book reviews or our short stories, you can check out our website linked in the description below. If you have a book that you'd like us to read and review on the podcast, you can submit those suggestions using the link below as well. Make sure to follow the podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. And thank you for leaving reviews. It helps us reach more people with the Cyan Book Club, and it helps us share the stories worth telling with the world. Thanks again for listening. I'll talk to you in the next episode.